Blog Talk Radio. Morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, your host. We thank you for your support and participation. Hope for Today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime, and you can reach us through our website at yieldtothekingministry.org. Welcome to today's episode entitled, Jesus is the Reason for the Season. This is an old phrase, some would call it a catchy phrase, but it has a lot of meaning. And I'm going to get started with our promotional material as always. And so... Merry Christmas and Happy New Year is our standard greeting during this time of year. And when I say it, I mean it with all sincerity. I also want to acknowledge a few more holidays during the month of December, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Boxing Day. Each of these holidays have significant meaning to the people who celebrate them. The account of the birth of baby Jesus can sometimes get lost in the December shuffle and transition into the new year. I want to remind us of the true reason for the season, which is the Christ child. In Luke chapter 2, verses 10 through 11, and this is the New International Version, it says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. On December 25th, Christians are celebrating the advent of the Messiah, the first coming of Jesus the Christ. It is a time of rejoicing. Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, as a child, I remember Christmas so vividly. My mother was a baker, not by profession, but it was a domestic skill that she blessed her family with richly. She made cakes and breads, candy pies, and oh my gosh, she was known for her cinnamon rolls. I remember she'd make candies such as divinity, peanut brittle, and chocolates during the Christmas season. One of the traditions when I was a child was for our family to go make rounds to the homes of other families we knew. That was a big deal for us. We'd pile up in the station wagon with our gifts and totes, and we'd go from house to house. We'd stop over, have hot cider maybe and a little bit of hot chocolate. The kids would play and the adults would play music and maybe play a game of chess. But there was joy in the household, laughter, and great conversation. And then we would exchange gifts. Everyone anticipated with great expectation my mother's homemade candies. Sometimes during the early evening before we'd make our rounds to the other homes, 
Christmas carolers would stroll through the neighborhood singing the traditional Christmas songs, and many of them you're going to recognize. O Holy Night, Silent Night, Hark the Herald, the Angels Sing, O Come, All Ye Faithful, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, O Little Town of Bethlehem, Joy to the World, Away in a Manger, and the First Noel. Wow, we would run to the windows to hear the carolers, and my parents would open the front door to acknowledge them and show appreciation. Gosh, as I talk about it and look back over the past 50 years of my adult life, some of those Christmas traditions are not in place anymore. However, since I've come to know Christ as my personal Savior and Lord, the reason for the season still holds true for me today. Christmas is a time to rejoice because God has shown his great love for us all. It can be a time of sorrow, though. I know that for a fact, for some because of the loss of loved ones, particularly these past couple of years with the pandemic. I know many, many families are grieving, and then they grieve the loss of their loved ones, their absence during the holidays. But Christmas can also be a time of healing and renewed strength for others. The season can be what you make it. But be sure to enjoy the season and remember to rejoice as well. After all, the true meaning of Christmas is the celebration of God's ultimate gift, the birth of Jesus, the Christ child. I want to talk a little bit about Advent. We are in the midst of the Advent season, and Advent is the season of hope and expectations. It's celebrated by most mainstream churches, and this year it started on Sunday, November 28th, and it will last until Friday, December 24th. Advent means the coming, and during the season, Christians prepare for Jesus' coming, the four Sundays preceding Christmas, which is when Christmas Christians, excuse me, celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, four virtues are recognized. The four candles on the Advent wreath symbolize hope, love, joy, and peace. The four Advent candles are the candle of hope, and it's usually the color purple. And hope is like, you know, a light shining in the place of darkness. The second candle is the candle of love, and it too is usually the color purple. And the colors don't really matter, but I'm just giving you an example. And then the third candle is the candle of joy, and it's going to be a pink color and sometimes maybe a rose color. And then the fourth candle is the candle of peace, and it too can be purple. The Advent season is all about reflecting on how we can prepare our hearts and homes for Christ's birth in the world as it is today. And that's a major challenge for us today because there's so much going on that distracts us and bombards us and just is vying for our time, our quiet time, our meaningful time. But it also is a time for faith communities and families to remember through prayer, reflections, special music, and good deeds 
what the true meaning of Jesus' birth is. You can personally research the many different traditions associated with the four weeks of Advent and decide how you and your family can bring more meaning into the Christmas holidays. I want to share with you some scriptures that have to do with the prophecy of the coming of the Messiah, baby Jesus' first Advent. The first scripture is found in Isaiah, the Old Testament, and it's in the seventh chapter, and it's the 14th verse. And most of these passages that I'm going to read today are the New International Version. So Isaiah 7:14 reads, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel. And then in the New Testament, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 21, again the NIV version, it reads, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And then in Luke, the Gospel of Luke, New Testament, chapter 2, verses 6 through 7, it reads, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. Verse 7 says, and she gave birth to her firstborn a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Then if you drop down to verse 11 in Luke chapter 2, it says, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this passage I love is in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, and it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Verse 7 says, Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Well, that is really what I have to present to you today. I mean, we could go on because this is a very uh, important topic, uh, the birth of Christ, and it's very meaningful. And uh, But in conclusion, what I'd like to say is, what will you do differently this Christmas to bring true meaning to the season? What traditions might you add or drop to be reminded that Jesus is the reason for the season? Whatever we choose to do, And I'm including myself in this also. I'm talking with you, not at you. Let's do it with purpose and intent to share the good news of Jesus Christ, the Messiah who came to die for the sins of the world. That's the beginning of the story. Christ's first advent. The rest of the story is Jesus will return which is his second advent. I pray that when that day comes, all humankind will know him for who he is, the Messiah, 
More importantly, for those who have rejected him with closed eyes and hardened hearts, Heavenly Father, I pray, open their eyes and their hearts to receive Jesus as their personal Savior, Lord, and Master. Let them know him, pardon of their sins, so they can rejoice over God's greatest gift. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and give you peace. We'll talk again in a couple of weeks. God bless you.